Hello, hello, hello. Hello and welcome to TIB, the Immigrant Bag Podcast. I'm your host, Modupe Ogunyemi. If this is your first time tuning in, this is the place where we talk about tips and insights to help immigrants secure the bag. As always, we start with a disclaimer. This is not financial advice, and I am not a financial advisor. Everything we say on this show is for education and entertainment only. Please note that investing comes with risks, so please do your own due diligence or consult a financial advisor before making any investment decision. Okay, last week, we started an absolutely exciting conversation with a brilliant, brilliant special guest. And today, we are bringing you a continuation of the interview. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Okay, so I I guess that brings me to my next question and my next couple of questions. Maybe I should ask them one after the other so I don't I don't bombard you because right now I am made of questions right now. <laughs> okay, so my, my next question is let's take a few steps back and you know talk about how you I know you've you've explained how you started to research after you know during the pandemic and all, but you know, what were like the specific steps that you took and what are the sort of challenges and, and successes that you encountered that were learning um that was so, like a learning curve for you. Yeah. So one of the steps that I took was to find a community of real estate investors. You know, like if you want to be a pilot, you know, you don't go asking for feedback from a footballer, you know, like you would probably go to where pilots are, you know, and probably go to flight schools, you know, to find experienced pilots. So the first thing I did was to look for people who were doing this, like a community of people who were experienced. And then, you know, after asking a couple of people, you know, someone referred me to a community and, you know, I would say from that point onwards, it was an easier conversation because, you know, these are people that were doing real estate actively full-time, not like they didn't have jobs. This was their main source of living. And that's when you now understand, okay, these are the different strategies in real estate. You know, with more time you spend speaking to people, joining calls, joining webinars, joining sessions, you know, networking events, that's when you find out, okay, there's this strategy, there's this strategy, there's this strategy. Oh, wow. Like, you know, which one works for me? You know, which one do I have the right passion for? You know, which one do I think I can succeed at? you know, which one feels less like a chore, you know, and you sort of go through that process. Um, which one, I forgot the, the, the most important question, which one resonates most with my why? You know, like, why am I even doing this in the first place? Who am I doing it for? You know, a lot of those strategies have pros and cons, you know, so that was what I did first today. I just sought out a group first that I knew were doing what I wanted to do. And then once I started to see what they were doing, I then tried to identify which one of these things can I do. And then once I identified what I want to do, I then said, okay, now I have to double down on this, get the mentorship for this, 
and just focus on this to build, you know, some sort of skill sets, capabilities, knowledge, visibility in this one thing. Thank you so much for that. And I think you sort of, in answering that, I think you sort of answered my next question too, but I'll still ask it and just maybe flesh it out a little bit more. My next question is just around how an immigrant like yourself, like myself, can get into the real estate business and how much capital and knowledge would you say, you know, an immigrant would, would need? And I'm hammering on immigrant because I know that the experience and the resources available might be somewhat different. And also capital, not necessarily in terms of how much to put down towards uh, a real estate deal. It might also just be, you know, capital in terms of how much you need to invest in maybe even just acquiring the knowledge to start, you know, so all of that. Can you can you speak to that a little bit, please? I wanted to say something. So, you know, there's also the notion that immigrants maybe don't have money, which is not the case. If anything, immigrants have a lot of money. You know, there are a lot of things that we do that we think, oh, it's normal. You know, like I hear that some people come into this country and they're asked to pay six months of rent or like one year of rent. Man, a lot of people here that were born here do not have that much money to put down. So immigrants have money. Yeah. <laughs> so the question is, have we been conditioned to think we don't? What we don't have is we don't have the history. We don't have the credit history. So our credit scores are probably starting. So from a lending standpoint, we might not be able to get things that others would get easily because we don't have the history. But that does not change the fact that we probably have cash that others don't have. Now, that being said, you know, how can you know an immigrant get into the spaces? You know, I think you mentioned, like I think you you caught my feedback last time. Again, it's really like it's really seeking people that do this. Like if, for example, I want to get into real estate or I like you said you were going to a financial literacy journey. I was going to a financial literacy journey. You know, if I just wanted financial literacy, that's what I did. I just went on Google, you know, and then I started seeing posts and, you know, people I started seeing, speaking about it, a lot of them were, you know, talking about real estate. And I'm like, okay. And then it, it drove me down that path. If you want to do real estate and you go on Google, you know, real estate investors in Canada, real estate investors in whatever city you're you are in, chances are that one person who is probably putting out content, maybe has put out content somewhere. You land on the person's page, on their YouTube page, on their Facebook, on their Instagram page, you follow them. And then as you follow them, they start tagging more people. You start following. Before you know, you get sucked into their world. So again, it all starts with knowing what you want. If you have zero vision for what you want, then, you know, if I don't know that I want to do real estate, if I don't know that I want to make money, if I don't know what I want, what are you looking for, right? So the first thing is you need to know what you want. Right. You need to want, once you know what you want, chances are that if you search or you ask or you say, hey, can you introduce me to someone doing this? Or have you seen this? One person would have would, would would know, would, would refer you. You know, it could be Google, it could be someone doing a referral. So that's the first thing. Know what you want first and then actively search out for it. And once you do that, chances are that it wouldn't take too much time, you would find it. That's amazing. And just to echo what you said, 
about immigrants having money. I, I think, yeah, I think that's the one part of that misconception that, oh, immigrants are broke or they are coming from poor countries so they don't have money. And there's also the, on the other hand, maybe us also being conditioned to think or believe that we don't. But I think you're 100% right. So you wouldn't be able to actually go through the process of immigrating to places like Canada. It takes a lot of money. So it's actually the... It's financial journey, right? So, yeah, yeah, it's actually the people who have the financial muscle in all those different countries that are able to actually go through the exactly. process. Actually... I have met people in my real estate journey that haven't, they have never left the country. So that you are an immigrant by just... The fact that you're an immigrant means you've gotten on the plane, <laughs> right? So by even getting on the plane, which means you paid for the ticket. So chances are that you have more money than a lot of people. So I'm just saying, like, there are people who haven't even left Canada. So, um, yeah, it, it, it's, it's good to you know, just highlight that so that, you know, because it starts from the mind, right, like, you know, I keep saying that if if you land in, in Canada and, and the first person you speak with or the first person you speak with, you tell them, hey, you know, I want to do real estate. And the person says, ah, real estate, no, it's for the big people. It's for the rich people. Ah, no, 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 no. Have you ever had any Nigerian? You know, I have a friend who, who does Uber, you know, um, or I have a friend who works at this factory. Like, if those are the types of people that you meet, chances are that that's what you would think it's, pos- it's possible. Right. But if from the get go, you know, people are like, oh, you know, like, oh, what job are you applying for? Oh, I'm like, oh, no, no, Why don't you apply for this job? It's a six figure job. Oh, can I get it? Yeah, you can't get a six figure Like, yeah, you can't get a six figure job right out of the gates. You know, you don't have to start from 10K a year, um, you know, spend 10 years to get to six figures. You can start from six figures right out of the gates. So, you know, those types of conversations also help to set expectations that I think, you know, expectations are key. Um, I, I have never thought, for a second, that I'm coming here as a second grade citizen. You know, it's always been, you know, if I won in Nigeria, I'm going to win here. Guaranteed 100%. Like, moving to this country has not significantly and will not significantly reduce my chances of success. You know, when people say, oh, you know, you have a higher chance of making money in Nigeria, I'm like, that's a lie. That, that's a mindset problem. Like, I can make money anywhere. Anywhere I choose to, anywhere I live. So just understanding how things work in, in the country that you're going into, you know, if you go into a country like whatever country you go into, once you understand how things work, there, you will make money. Absolutely. And I 100% agree with you that it all starts from the mind uh, in, in everything, not just in real estate, just in investment in general, in finances, and also in just the regular, you know, career, you know, the regular nine to fives that we, um, you know, that a lot of immigrants uh, land here and do i've seen i've seen that difference and you know people who are equally talented and just want things oh no i you know you can't get those kind of jobs here when immigrants move here or when nigerians move here they never get those kind of jobs so you need to go and settle for a survival job and this other person who believes oh no i'm never like i am so going for the top jobs in this in this country and they do get those top jobs you know and and it's all it all boils down to the mind and and the mentality so 100% i agree with you there uh, but just still on the immigrants um starting out in real estate uh note can i just ask you so are there any unique set of challenges you know you would say in your experience you've seen or uh, you know just 
differences or things that immigrants might encounter starting out in real estate that a non-immigrant might not? Apart from, I know we've mentioned, we've touched on the credit history or credit score, apart from that. Okay, so, <laughs> you know, um, I had mentioned this before, right? Um, my view of immigrants is that we are actually better positioned for success than non-immigrants. So that's just my own opinion, right? So when I was coming into the country, I was coming into the country knowing that I was, I had a way better chance of success than someone that I was meeting here. It could be because I was coming from a country where, you know, if I was successful in that country, then nothing leads me to believe that I won't be successful. Like, there's no one on God's green earth that's going to change my understanding of success. So I was coming here saying, hey, what's the vehicle that works in this country? Who does it today? How can I learn from that person and get it done? You know, um, the, so that's my own position. So when you ask, um, you know, challenges in my future, like everyone experiences challenges. So depending on, I know there are some unique challenges to immigrants, in t- again, in terms of, you know, the where we are coming from, um, you know, there's cultural differences. If this is an immigrant who maybe doesn't have money, then of course there's financial difficulties. You know, I mentioned that some immigrants are required to pay six months upfront. So, you know, that's like probably if you rent 2K, that's like $12,000 of cash right out of the gates. So, you know, there's probably some delays in settling down, right? It's an expensive venture. When I say immigrants have more cash, it doesn't mean that they're not spending that cash, right? Um, they might not have credit cards to be able to put things on credit. They, they probably have to come out of pocket for money. So yes, maybe it takes you one year, two years, three years to settle down. You know, I give the example of someone who has credit and, and can buy a house right out of the gates. Maybe an immigrant, you know, they have to save the down payment first of all to be able to, you know, buy the house and they need to get a job first to get a mortgage. So there's obviously the time that an immigrant has to spend to be able to give the lenders some comfort with respect to that history. Like, we are never going to take that away. But again, you know, what time when you're on a 20, 30, 40 year journey, right? Like one, two, three years isn't going to, isn't going to materially like destroy your life. Like, what you can achieve in two, three years can be way more than someone is going to achieve in 50 years. Like, as long as you don't buy a personal residence, keep working for 60 years until you retire just to pay off the mortgage. And then at 60, you say, oh, I retired with a million dollars in the bank at 60. And I have one house that is paid off. Okay, I know it's not at 60 that everybody wants to enjoy life. Like, that's when you're about to die right? You probably want to enjoy life when you're younger, not at 60. So as long as you, you don't toe that line, yeah, it could take you three years to really get going. But once you understand that it's a journey, in those three years, you're you, you getting the right education, you're getting the right mentorship, you're getting the right knowledge, you're building the right relationships. And once you sort of get out of that, you know, phase where, you know, like you don't have a strong credit file or something, Things start to get, they start to accelerate pretty fast, right? So, again, when I look at how the industries in, in the US and Canada have been built historically, you know, how the enterprises have been built, a lot of them are led by immigrants or descendants of immigrants. So, 
Again, nothing leads me to believe that I'm disadvantaged in any way, shape or form. Yes, someone was born here, bought a house 10 years ago. So the person ran up the real estate space and has bought 10, 20 properties because they just bought 10 years ago. Fine. You have 10 properties. I have one. I have zero. I have 10. Like You have more properties than me because you, you, you've been here longer than me. But in the next 10 years, for sure, I'm going to appease you. So, you know, let's not be, let people not be misguided that where they came from is a determinant of where they're going to. You, 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 you've come here now. How is the next five years going to be? You want to absolutely crush any competition in the next five years. You want to absolutely crush anyone who says, oh, you know, you, you're an immigrant, you can't do this. In, in five years, you want to look back and say, hey, you know, like, yeah, you had a head start, but like, not anymore. Right. So it's really looking forward versus looking at where you came from. So that's how I view it. You are what we call table shaker. <laughs> we call table shaker. Okay. This is where we will be drawing the curtains on this week's episode of TIB, the Immigrant Bag Podcast. I'm sure you'll agree with me that it's been an amazing, amazing conversation so far. It's been super insightful and enlightening. Next week, we will bring you a continuation of the interview. So make sure you don't miss it. And on that note, until next week, when we bring another exciting episode your way again, this is Mudupe saying, keep your friends close, keep your money closer, and keep your family closer.